Hey y'all, welcome back to JSR. We're on episode two of this and we're trying to get the hang of it. And today we're all we're gonna talk a little bit about staying motivated during breaks and just how we do it. So first up we have our AD David Freeman. Well, uh, guys, we made it to episode number two. So what we want to do is just kind of start having conversations now. So um, I guess what was the first what was the first topic? I already forgot it. For episode one. Episode two. Oh, staying motivated. Stay motivated. Okay. So um, let me pose a question to you guys, and then I can finish it off with um, how I did it when I was a student athlete. So. Um, we're going to start off with Maddie. I'm laughing <laughs> because um, her voice is a little um, yeah, coarse and gone. It's, it's so we'll, hopefully it works out um, and we get through it. So up uh, first is Maddie. Um, hey, guys. Um, so, oh, yeah, but it probably should scoot up a little. Um, so during um, holiday breaks or school breaks, um, I definitely like put the grind in to stay, um, stay in shape and keep up. Um, and just some ways I do that. Um, I have a basement at my house and I have a hidden net set up and I've got weights and just some, um, like tees, balls, all my gear and all that stuff. So, um, I just practice at home, hit a probably roughly seven, eight buckets a night. Um, and I throw probably four or five, um, just to stay in the groove of things. Um, and then if it's, if the weather's not too bad outside, I'll go hit and throw outside and then. Um, try to at least run a mile when I'm at home. Run a mile. That's yeah. impressive. That's impressive. Well, I, <laughs> not not straight. I do have to take a break sometimes, but it's pretty good. Okay. Um, when I, it's kind of hard. Cheerleading, it's hard to kind of do something on your own. It's not really a individual sport. So I just, I like, am awful at drinking water. Awful at it. I only drink water one, probably like, Two I'm a the day. same way. Yeah, it's awful. So I try and just get my water in during break because I'm not necessarily doing much. And I just try and stay active. I'll work out. I'll do some running on the treadmill. But just something so I don't go to practice and I'm dead. Definitely not getting lazy is a big part of being yeah. a student athlete. Don't let breaks from school or just the weekends let you get out of your groove. Yeah. I think it's a good time for us to rest, though. Yeah. Because I know we practice almost every day and it's kind of – it's stressful and it's just taking a break. You need it. I know I take Sunday as my chill day. What about you? Mine's Saturday. <laughs> I'm practicing Sunday. <laughs> Not us. Yeah. Oh, I guess it's my turn <laughs> to jump in. Um, so uh, there's a few things. So I could talk to you guys about uh, my experience as a high school student athlete and then talk about my experience as a college athlete, what I did during the holiday breaks. Um, uh, high school, it was a little bit different uh, than college, just essence that my goal is just to get outside the house. Um, uh, the good thing about where I was from, I'm from Miami, Florida, so it was always hot. So what I loved about it, I could just go outside, do my run, and then um, go to the track. Luckily enough for me, there was a couple high schools I was located by that had track and track pro, track and um track facility so I always just go there and meet up with friends and do our track practice and, and go back home and enjoy the rest of the holiday break. Um, it was hard at times just to get motivated to get out of bed and get out of the house and, and do the workout um, but I always found out it was easier to get it done in the morning so that I had the whole day because if you wait till the afternoon or evening 
you know, a lot of times your friends or family calls you, hey, let's go do this, let's go do that. Next thing you know, oh, I'll do it when I get done. I'll, I'll do practice. I'll, I'll go to practice once I'm done. And then I come to find out nine o'clock at night and you didn't practice. And then next thing you know, the next day happens. You just try to do the same thing. Next thing you know, it's Thursday. You haven't practiced at all. So I always try to make it a point to practice early in the morning so I get it knocked out. And then I have the whole day um, to do whatever I want afterwards. Um, when it came to college, I obviously by that time I took um, athletics a little bit more seriously and then track and field a little bit more seriously at that. I always viewed it as this is my time to just focus on um, being an athlete instead of a student athlete when I'm um, on campus because I didn't have classes, I didn't have uh, schoolwork. You're gone for a month. You start um, your semester ends at the beginning of December and you don't start back up to the beginning of January. So you have a whole month by of uh, of not being on campus. So I always like to come home. And like I said, I went to, I went to Kentucky, UK for school. So it was cold during the wintertime. So I always fly back home to Miami and then have the warm weather. So I used to just go back to the tracks, do my workouts. And then I really put in time there. I really tried to, um, I really tried to actually not take any time off just because I've tried to take advantage of that warm weather that I, that I had down there. Um, and really take advantage of it. I always felt like I got a leg up. So when I came back to class, um, campus, I was in better shape than when I left. Uh, the other cool thing about college was, um, I don't know if it's worked for all Division One campus um, schools, but at UK, they brought us back early. So what that means is that if school ended, uh, if school started back up for the spring semester, like let's say, uh, January 15th, we will show back up, student athletes will show back up like January 3rd and start practicing again just on campus by themselves with the with the coaches and then you get your per diem and, uh, and whatnot. So they kind of kind of pay you to come back to school with um, providing you the meals and, and money to stay, um, come back a little bit earlier. So I always enjoyed that because uh, you get back into the routine before school hits you and, and whatnot. Um, and then you just kind of get to hang out with your teammates, build a better bond, better bond with them, um, and really hone in on um, practices before your race season starts. Because right when spring semester starts, that's when indoor season starts for track and field. So it's getting hot and heavy pretty quickly. So you want to make sure you're in the best shape before you get there. Um, but I loved it. Um, I loved that time. Uh, but I would say. Um, I spent a lot of that time trying to really do things that um, to enhance my um, being in shape and really getting ready for the season only because I knew I was blessed by being um, coming from a place that was warm year round that I didn't have to deal with the, the weather um, during the wintertime than most other student athletes when they went back home for Christmas. So I really tried to take advantage of that. Um, but I... I, I felt like um, that um, as I got an older, I, I liked coming back to campus earlier just because um, I get back in a routine before classes start and, and I don't kind of miss a beat when, when school starts back up with training and stuff like that. Uh, but other than that, what other topics we want to talk about today? I mean, that was one. Any ideas, yeah. ladies? Um. Hmm. I don't even know what I'm talking. Y'all can't understand what I'm saying. <laughs> All right. All right. How about this? So, what a wonderful world. So, okay. You know, holiday break. So, still being a student athlete. So, 
most of uh, I was included in this boat too, as in when you go home for Christmas or even just stay home for Christmas in this case, high school, and your family goes on vacation. What do you guys do then? Do you guys, when you go on vacation somewhere that's not home, um, do you guys still train or you kind of just take that whole vacation off? You guys get two weeks for vacation for at the high school level. So let's say either let's pick a week, like the week after Christmas, you go, you take a family vacation. Do you guys still train or you just take the whole week off? Um, well, all my family like lives here, so we don't really go anywhere. But I know like before this year started, my family, we go camping the weekend before school starts. And I did take my hitting net and my tee and all my buckets of balls. And I did hit while I was on vacation the week before school started. Um, how does that work? Like how, how much room does that take in the car? I mean, um, Well, we took my dad's truck, so we just really just threw it in the back. Okay. Um, so it didn't really take up a lot of room. Um, it did take up quite a bit of room on the actual campsite because they're not very big. But um, God never stops at my house. So, <laughs> How about if you was going somewhere on a plane? Would you take that stuff on a plane too? Um, could you even? I don't take even know. Yeah. Um, you probably could. Um, I would honestly have to look. I mean, I would. But um, honestly, with my dad, he would probably just buy one when we got there, honestly. Okay. Okay. Uh, right. How about you? So, I mean, obviously, cheerleading is more of a team sport. But when you're on vacation somewhere, what activities can you do to kind of yeah. keep keep it going? Yeah, I we go visit my grandma in Florida every year. And my dad's like a big, like, uh, gym freak. Like, I need to work out every day or I didn't do anything with my life. So we'll go wake up in the morning, we'll go work out, and then we'll go to the beach. And I'll tumble on the beach. That's something I can do individually that I don't need a team with. And so I just kind of help with that. And then we'll just go on walks, and I think that really helps you a lot. And when you're in Florida, you drink a lot. It kind of helps you just stay not motivated, but just stay on your beat, on your normal life. On a campsite, it's easy to get your run in on a campsite when you have nothing to do. Yeah. Except look at birds and bugs and whatnot yeah it's hard to be lazy i think you bring up a good point as in when i used to travel a lot i think i took advantage of those um going to gyms and you get like the first day free or you get like ten dollars or something like that um i always used to like doing that when i I used to travel to on vacation with the family um and really say hey i wake up in the morning say hey i'll be back i'm going to the gym right quick and, and find a gym a local gym and go from there um, the good thing about running, you really can run you anywhere. Anything, yeah. So the thing, the only thing I needed to bring was a pair of running shoes and uh, a bunch of running shorts. And depending on where you're at, it could be long sleeves or short sleeve shirts. So it didn't really take up much of your of your suitcase per se. Um, especially if you had a washing machine, you just wear the same stuff every day, just wash it. Um, so that it was always easy for me. The the hardest thing for me really is if we travel somewhere cold and I really don't like running outside when it's cold, um, and you have to run on a treadmill. I hate running on a treadmill. Hate so the cold. Um, it was always that was always hurt me in that in that sense that um, when we went somewhere cold that I had to run on a treadmill. Um, all right. Any, any other questions regarding what any like other topic? do you guys like are you guys like superstitious athletes? Were you guys like superstitious? I am. I'm, I'm, no, I just I'm told her if she broke my player. hair tie, I'd probably punch her in the face. I'm, I'm a very superstitious athlete, like just in general. See, I try not to be, but I am. Like I've had no. this hair tie in my hair since we competed the first time. Mm-hmm. We won both times, so I have to have it well, for Saturday. See, mine's like a. I have one with equipment and one that's just out of 
like before every game I have to have Subway or my whole mojo is just thrown I have to have coffee before and yes. I have to listen to our music. Yes. And then with my equipment, um, I always do my left batting glove first, like it like whether I'm taking it putting out of my on. helmet, putting it in my helmet, putting it on, taking it off, and then um my bat, it always it goes in barrel first. So it's just. A, I would say, uh, as you guys were talking, I was trying to think if I had anything. I would say no. I was always, I, I the, the short answer is no. I didn't have superstitions like that. Um, I always wanted, the, to be honest with you, I always wanted to do something different. I always try to tweak something to make it a little bit better, um, and then just um, keep myself motivated. That could be one weekend, one race. I'm listening to music. Other race, I'm like, oh. Maybe music is not what I feel up to this this time around. Or I run a certain path warming up um, one time and then change it up the next time. Um, but I went to a couple different schools that traditions was a big deal. Like you wear the same uniform, you wear the same socks, spikes, shoes, whatever your case may be. I'm on the opposite end of that. I actually love changing uniforms. I love new uniforms. I'm like... Um, I'm like the Oregon per se, you know, like how Oregon football team wears a different uniform every time. <laughs> I'm like that style. I'm like, I want the new flashy every time. Yeah. Um, I used to, I remember in college and in high school, um, I used to change up wearing different spikes all the time. I used to try to get the the best technology spikes, the loudest color spikes, the, the oddest color spikes. So I never really liked to wear the plain, simple black or white spike shoe or sneakers per se. I always like try to get the lime green or the very loud colors. And then next, next um, couple, after a couple of meets of wearing those, I switch it up to a new pair. Um, so I always was trying to change it up. And part of that is just trying to keep myself motivated and, and whatnot. And, but I totally understand the tradition side <laughs> because I, I know people who did certain things that had that same routine every time I got to do this before race, do this before practice, whatever the case may be. Um, I'm a just believer, whatever works, it worked for me to try and change it up to kind of, um, be ahead of the game per se. And then other people is more routine. And I agree with that too. What I always believe, whatever you believe is right. So yeah, that's it's, what it's it funny that you bring up your, like your loud colors. Cause I never, when I get a new bat, I never use the original back grip. I always put a fun color back grip on it and it, it actually has nothing to do with softball. It's actually, a it's actually rod grip for fishing. Um, that's what I put on mine. It's just because my dad has a lot. He's got fun colors. Okay. And it just works better for me. Because <laughs> I don't wear batting gloves when I'm hitting. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's it's a thicker. It, it's not as slippery. So it just works out better for me. So your hands, does it ring when you hit it, per se? Um, it does sometimes when it's cold. <laughs> that sucks. That's really, That actually um, got busted up one time. But it's a story for another time. <laughs> I don't know. I think I'm more routine person. Like I have to do this. I have to do this. Or I feel stressed out. Yeah, yeah. I'm definitely like subway before every game, whether it's home or away. Um, Why subway? Bat- yeah. How do you pick subway at all? Okay. So it actually like started when I started playing travel ball. Um, so I started playing travel ball when I was six. I always played up. So when I was six, I was playing eight U, etc. And before my first ever travel tournament, when I was six years old, I ate Subway and I hit two home runs in the first game. So, so now just, you're eating Subway. Is so it the same eat, thing? Yes, I get the same sandwich every What's single the sandwich? time. Oh. <laughs> and the drink um, and the chips. 
Well, it's usually a Coke, and I don't eat chips because that's too much, like, carbs before a game, and, it, like, I don't want to throw up. <laughs> um, so I get a six-inch Italian urban cheese bread with ham and American cheese with cucumbers, tomatoes, pickles, banana peppers, and mayonnaise. So does the subway people just know you by name or something like that during um, Well, they know my grandma because oh, she's, she's the one, the one who she, picks it up. she gets it for me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and it's always a Coke because I need some energy for a game, I Ew. guess. But chips is too much for me. Really? Yeah. Okay. So let me ask you this. So have there been a time that your grandmother didn't go pick up the subway? How, how did that game turn out? Yes, actually. Last season, oh, my gosh, it was so bad. My um, my grandma, she needs knee surgery, so she has a torn meniscus. Um. And so it was the day after she had tore her meniscus, she didn't come to the game. So it was a home game. I had to get a sandwich from the concession stand. Worst game of my life. It was terrible. Let's talk about worst game of your life. What, what was that? <laughs> what was the worst game of my life? Okay. Um, so I'm a catcher in softball. Um, I could not block anything. Balls were just getting by me left and right. Had like three strikeouts that game. A terrible attitude. It was just, it was so bad. Oh, because it was sandwich. Yes. So I stand by my Subway sandwich. You stand by it. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Have you struck out three times while eating a Subway sandwich? The, the, no. No? No. I've, Are you sure? That, that was all three at-bats my game. I've never struck out every single time in a game before. Ever. Until that one time you didn't have your sandwich. Yes. I stand by my sandwich. <laughs> your sandwich might be true. It might, it might work for you. Y'all will see this season. If I don't have my sandwich, you'll be able to tell. I want you to not have it one day. Just no, to know. <laughs> it's real, no, I can't because I'm on the road to, like, recruitment right now. I can't, mm-hmm. can't we have a bad game? All right. So you talk about routine. So what will your routine be on competition day? So, for example, you have state championship this weekend. So yeah. What would it, is there a routine, a weekly routine or just a day of routine? Um, I would say there's a weekly routine. Not really. Okay, actually, I have one kind of. I don't wear makeup the whole week because, I don't know, it just, like, freaks me out. And I, um, at practices, we do the same. We do our warm-up that we do at competition. We do our full out, and then we're basically done. I mean, you can't – you do one thing, and then you mess up, and you don't have a next time. So we'll kind of – we'll take some stuff out, and we'll just work from there. And then the day of – we have to wake up. We have to eat breakfast, but I don't eat breakfast before I compete. And I just have coffee, and I get ready. And then on the way there, I listen to our um, our cheer music for our routine, like probably like 10 times. And then we get on the bus. And I actually, I have to have music on the bus, or I like will get lazy. So I'll take the aux, and I'll just like play like throwbacks. And then I don't put my shoes on until I get there. That's one thing I do at practice, too. I don't put my shoes on. And, and mine are, like, the grossest shoes that they're, are on the team. They're pretty, They like, have holes on the bottom. Like, they're disgusting. Like, Chelsea was making fun of them the other day. That's how my cleats are. Kind yeah, of. it's nasty. <laughs> but I have new ones. I just don't wear them. And I put my lipstick on the bus. Like, I just don't get ready yet. And then I get there, and I'm like, oh. And I don't talk to anyone. I'm like, this is, this is a me thing. Like, you can't help me. And then we can pee. And then I'm like, oh, time to go eat. Time to socialize. So... <laughs> That's, you bring up a good, like, on the bus rides to games or meets or whatever, were you guys, like, social towards your teammates, or were you kind of just, like, getting in your own mindset? Well, that's a very good question. Um, I was always just getting my own mindset. Uh, I didn't really talk to anybody. But in high school, obviously, you had to a little bit because everybody traveled at the same time to mm-hmm. go to the meet. 
in college, um, they you only show up at the track meet when it's your time to race. So if it's a, this is not all colleges, it's just at UK how we did it. Like, so some people race at three o'clock in the afternoon and other people race at like five. So you're not there all day. You stay at the hotel. They just come back and they come pick you up, take you to practice, take you to the track meet, have you warm up, you race and leave type of deal. Um, so it's, it's really not an all day event. So it's pretty, mm -hmm. the odd thing about that is that most of the time you're sitting in a hotel. What? Like there's been plenty of times that um, we didn't race till 10 o'clock at night. So you're in a hotel all day, just yeah. having your own thoughts, going to, going to lunch by yourself mm -hmm. or with teammates or whatever you want to do. Um, a lot of times I'll just go to a movie or go to the mall and just hang out for a little bit and then come back, take a nap and then get ready. Because you got to. I try to make the day as normal as possible. Yeah. I mean, obviously it's a new city, new town, but and staying in a hotel, but I try to do things that, that kind of get my mind off just racing. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, so I try to do that. Um, but, but yeah, I, I try to keep to myself for the most part. See, the, every so I've been on the high school team here at East since eighth grade, and every year that I've been on the team, we're all very um, we're all very social on the way to games. We um, someone brings a speaker. Um, I usually connect to it just because I have Apple Music, so they use my phone to play music. But um, And we all just sing and laugh, and we have fun. Coach Kevin, we pick on him. He hates our music choices. Um, so we pick on him, and we just sing and laugh and really have fun because we um, – a lot of the time that's our struggle is team, like being able to work together as a team. So I feel like bonding on the bus is definitely a way to get prepared for the game yeah. once everybody's in, like, a good, productive mood. We're the total opposite. Mm -hmm. We play music, but we like we might sing to it, but we ain't singing like to bond. We're just like, oh, this is a good song. No, we just we laugh and like giggle the whole way there. I think for track, it is a is a team sport, but also an individual sport at the same time. Typically, during a regular season, it's more <clears> of an individual sport. But as you get closer to like the conference championship, the national championship, it becomes more of a team. So now you're really paying attention how your teammates doing, how yeah. the other events doing. So you get more, so you get uh, more social on the way there, hyping everybody else up. But during a regular season, you kind of just focus on your own and try to better yourself. And then hopefully by the time you get to the conference championship, your team bond is um, um, good enough that you're actually enjoying and like, yeah. playing the music on the way there and stuff like that. But for the most part, um, it's weird because track is. There's a lot of individual um, components to it, and until you get to those, the championship season is really where that team side comes in. So I think that's why I have I just go and just do my own thing just because of that. Yeah. So. Because I mean I know like I like being able to like especially as a catcher I really need a good relationship with my pitcher. So um, I know last year our pitcher Michaela, we um, we always sat close to each other on the bus. We Did you talk. go out to lunch too together? <laughs> um, not really. Like if we went out to eat like before or after practice, we really went as a team. So um, you never got our a Subway sandwich for her? No, no Subway. That's, Subway's that's my thing. thing. Yeah, Subway's thing. a okay. me thing. But okay. um, I just like being able to like bond with my team before games, just being able to get in a good mood with them, just so we can be positive towards each other. Okay, how about after a game? Win or loss? Um, Are you social or we're we're definitely like as a team. I'm I'm very social just because I know one game doesn't like dictate the rest of the season. 
Um, Cause we took several losses last year that we didn't think we were going to take. Um, but I mean, we didn't, we definitely had the mindset before the season that we weren't going to have the winning season that we've had in like, you know? Um, so we definitely just, um, after losses, we just focused on what we could do better the next game, the next practice. Um, so we all usually stayed pretty, um, pretty positive throughout the whole thing while we watched the JV game. Um, we cheered on our JV. We we really all just stayed pretty positive, um, win or lose. How about cheerleading? I mean, you guys, it's like two minutes and you're done. So Yeah, two minutes and 30 seconds. I don't know. This year we haven't had a loss yet, so I don't really know how to explain what we do after it because we have new coaches and stuff. It's kind of everything's different. But we ride the bus back together, play music. We have a good time, and we usually go out to eat. Um, not necessarily as a team, but we invite everybody and whoever comes, yeah. comes. And I, I don't know. I think it helps us bond a lot when we go out to eat because you're watching people eat. Like, people don't like eating in front of people. Yeah. So it really helps you, like, bond when people eat in front of others. And it's just something that it's outside of cheer. It's outside of practice. It's outside of being a teammate. It's like you're making friendships, not teammates. Field maintenance day is definitely a big team bonding thing that we do for softball because mm-hmm. – Yes, we all have to go. We have to pick weeds. It sucks. It's cold. But um, we play music and make TikToks and we run around and it's just a good time, really. It's We make the best out of a bad situation, really. Yeah, yeah. For for me, win or loss, I would say the, this is actually a routine. So I guess this is one of the things <laughs> I did. I guess I had to restate my previous statement early from earlier. Um, I always used to just uh, watch the video of the race. So it's on a bus or at back at a hotel, at the way I race, how do I improve? But I start that I start that process right right as the race is over. If I, I'll cool down, go talk to my coach, get initial result, initial reaction, and then um, wherever we have the video from, we'll download it and then watch it on the ride back or watch it back at the hotel or going back to the airport or whatever the case may be so that when the next gate comes, we already have a plan of action, how to get better, how to improve. So... That was always a thing I did um, in, in college, high school. No, I didn't do none of that. I just, I did rarely did anything in, in high school I, I, until I got to my senior year. I took it really <clears throat> seriously, but before that, um, I didn't watch any video of my races or anything. Um, I just enjoyed the moment. College became more of a, of, of a, I won't say a job, but yes, a job. Um, it is. And, and wanted wanted to learn from every every little thing. So how other people race, how I race how I handled certain situations. So video helped that process along pretty quickly. Um, so we have a couple more minutes left. Is there anything else that we want to talk about or anything? I appreciate you guys bearing with my, my voice today. Hopefully I, it's better next week. I don't know. I think um, today was more of a conversational day. It was, it was good. We're going to get the hang of it. Eventually yeah. we'll, we'll get um, things um, ironed out and really – firing on all cylinders but i think this is a good uh, number two episode ever so yeah. can't complain about that no that's pretty good i had something that slipped my mind totally uh, that's gonna probably happen every now and then yeah but. it was a good question i know it was a good question it's definitely today was definitely a good day for a podcast okay all bad right. voice or not bad voice or not all right so with that said we're gonna wrap this episode um up so any last words before we hit the stop button here nothing. <laughs> um, thank you for joining and bearing with us in our conversations <laughs> and our mistakes. 
And we can't wait to see y'all next time for a better conversation. Bye, guys. Bye. <laughs> Take care, guys. <laughs>